0: Hello and welcome to the Haynet podcast. I am Rhea Freeman, your host for today and I am going to be answering a question posed by Sam all about running competitions and how they can promote your business. But just a little recap in case you're not sure who I am, which is completely fine. Um, I'm Rhea Freeman, I'm a small business coach and also have quite a lot of form in equestrian and country business pr marketing and social media um, you can find me knocking about on social media a lot slightly obsessed with that i'm ria freeman pr on instagram and facebook and i'm ria freeman on twitter so today sam's question is um, all about running competitions on social media what are the benefits to your real, real business and I think they're huge so not that long ago I ran a competition to celebrate the fact that my small and supercharged group which is my free Facebook group for small businesses uh, specifically in the equestrian and country sector we have a lot of bloggers and vloggers and we do have people from outside the sector too. Um, We got to over a thousand members which was incredible and really really exciting so I had the idea to run a competition where I invited members of the group, if they wanted to, it was completely non-obligation, no one had to take part if they didn't want to, to donate a price for a giveaway and then I would run the competition on my Facebook page and create content, so video and blog content around all the prizes that were given. I think the only conditions were that I didn't want to have too many of the same product so I limited that quite a bit because I just felt that if somebody was receiving a hamper full of lovely things, you could potentially end up with 20 pairs of socks. And although, you know, you can never have enough socks. Socks isn't a great example, but you know what I mean. I didn't want to do too much, so I did put a bit of thought behind exactly how it was going to run. So I think that was a really good, a really good thing to do, actually, because... I also wanted to make sure that everybody who'd been kind enough to donate something got a fair kind of crack of the whip. So rather than me sort of saying, oh, isn't this a lovely T-shirt one day and then the next day saying, oh, isn't this a lovely T-shirt, which doesn't really feel kind of genuine. I just felt it was the best way to do it. And I was really pleased with how it worked. So I had a lot of companies donate amazing prizes um, I should have really had a list here but I haven't so we had a, a lovely Sam from Haynet donated a lovely pen and mug we did have a couple of other mugs to be fair we had one that was printed with a smaller supercharged logo and came with a coaster and one was from Doris and Co which was hold fast um Ho donated a bracelet Mackenzie and George donated a feather and a lovely key ring. We had Tailend who donated vouchers to have a piece of horsehair jewellery made up. Gosh, um, tidy tack rooms. I shouldn't have started this. I should not have started this. We also had the herbal horse. Safe care equine. I am literally trying to remember the picture um actually I've got the picture we also had the Hetty company they donated a beautiful um iPad case horseshoes hearts and gifts donated a gorgeous prize too um I'm gonna actually have a little look now but the whole point was that the the people donated a prize that they felt obviously a horsey person would like so the way the competition was run I was very careful to make sure that the entry mechanism was incredibly simple, because those ones where you have to sort of stand on one leg, jump through hoops, do this, do that and the other, just mean that you don't get people enter. Also, I ran the competition in accordance with Facebook's terms and conditions, by which I mean I didn't ask anybody to share or tag because they do break the rules. I've, I've got the rest of the prizes. So we also had a gorgeous bobble hat, of course, from Supercross Country. I blame the fact that I'm so hot at the moment. Um, lovely stock pin from Bling in the Show Ring. A stunning veterinary first aid kit, which was had so much stuff in it, from Lockleave and Equine. Um, we had a dog deli box. An equestrian box. Wimpy Aventor donated two of her lovely books. We had a confidence coaching session from Jane Brindley, a voucher for a head collar from White Horse Leather, a back on track saddle pad from 21st Century Rider, horsemanship subscription, a scoop, the equestrian sorry, you know, the equine business assistant donated um, some services and also a little bundle of goodies. Um, Black Nova donated a years hosting and a memory stick. Lottie Simons, sorry, Lottie Simons donated a beautiful print. We had Lois Rose who donated a coloring book. Inkpot and Press who donated a goals book from Kiki K. And we also have. I'm just looking at this picture. We had another batch from um, the Collar Club and a key ring from Rowan and Ruby. So we had lots of lovely, lovely prizes which were donated. So the idea was that people donated the prizes, they sent them all to me, which was lovely. Um, I got to think about how lovely they were for a bit. Oh gosh, we also had, sorry it was a bit of a late entry, but a really gorgeous kit from Mother Bee, which had various different products in it. It had a um, Soothe and Protect, a um, rider hand, yard hand, um, it's like a block, a really lovely moisturising block and lip balm too. So everyone sent the prizes to me and then I did some photographs from my social media and my blog and I also created video content around each of them which I just uploaded natively onto Facebook. So after I launched the competition I pinned it, had it as a pinned post but each day between when I launched it and when the competition ended I posted at least one video about a specific prize obviously tagged the company involved and pushed people to the fact that they could enter via the pinned post it was a really simple like and comment um entry mechanism because I personally find them so much easier to manage um and also to enter myself I don't share if if there's a competition and it involves sharing or tagging I don't because I feel that tagging is um making somebody tag somebody if I get tagged in things that aren't relevant it really winds me up so I feel it's important to respect people's privacy and that also does infringe on Facebook terms and conditions for competitions um I think commenting was fair enough and I had some lovely comments and people sent some gorgeous pics of their horses which was really great really really lovely so the competition ran for the best part of a month, and over the course of the competition, I'm going to get the actual. I'm going to try and get the actual stats up for you now, which in hindsight should have done before. But the reach was over 113,000, um, and I should say I did not boost this post at all. It was a deliberate act. I decided that I wanted to see how well the post did organically. And the kind of traction it got that I believed it would get it was nice when you're right, isn't it? Um, and it did so so well. It absolutely flew. It. I commented on everyone who commented on their on the post. I thanked them for entering, and um, engaged with them in that way. So I did put a lot of effort in behind the scenes. Um, we had hundreds and hundreds of shares, thousands of entries. I'm not. I. I can't quickly get that up now It was a little while ago um but it was incredible the reach was amazing and then because each of the videos i created as well helped drive further traffic and the people who had donated the prizes very very kindly really liked that too because then they had some content to share so they could also promote the competition to their fans and followers it was really good i did do a little bit of cross promotion in terms of i did promote it on um I'm pretty sure I did it on LinkedIn, but I definitely did it on Twitter and Instagram too. But obviously, I only had the one way to enter. So that's kind of the basic idea um, of how it all worked. So in terms of the benefits, they can be huge. People do like a competition; they will enter. You will get if you have a good enough prize, and it doesn't necessarily have to be a high-value prize. It's just a well-thought-out or a timely prize. So. If at the moment you offered something like, oh gosh, I don't know, um, a thick winter rug for a horse, I wouldn't necessarily think you would get the most amazing reaction. But offer somebody a vata of fly repellent and even though the value is less because it's absolutely bang on at the moment and because people are dealing with this issue at the moment, you're more likely to get a better response. So... That's that's a key thing. I think the good thing about the Small and supercharge giveaway is that all the products, I think without exception, I'm just quickly trying to think in my head, were all sort of timeless um and useful all year round, apart from the bobble hat, maybe, although I mean I would say with our British weather, but I am so hot as I'm writing this, and that's why writing this as I'm speaking to you. And that's also why this podcast has been so long. So I had to give myself a heat stroke and was ill for a week. So The sun is not a friend of mine. So I think another bonus was that they were all quite timeless. So they're going to work for anyone at any time of the year. So that was a really big win too. Um, The benefits, huge in terms of exposure. As I said, the reach was over 113,000 people, completely organic. And the great thing was that obviously my page did get that reach but the individual brands also got that um, reach because they were tagged in the post the image showed the brands who had sent the products in um, and all the individual videos also helped to further drive interest in the competition but promote the individual products too my page likes increased significantly as well now the, the the thing is that it's lovely to have your page likes increase and I'm thrilled that mine have increased but all the people who have liked my page as a consequence of the competition are not necessarily going to be customers of mine and I think that's a really important thing to note that whilst having a large social media following can be good for your ego what really matters is having that engaged following who completely get you and who are interested in your content so You could give away some nail varnish, for example, and you may get a number of people who are interested in sort of beauty um, enter the competition and like your page. But actually, if you are a tack shop, that might not necessarily mean that those people are ever going to be your customers. That's a bit of a random example. So it's really important as well that the price that you offer is on brand and relevant to what you as a business do obviously with what I do it's slightly more challenging but the fact I was using it to promote the smaller supercharged group did tie in nicely and the group did see a big increase in people asking to join which was lovely some aren't entirely right for the group because they don't have a small business or vlog or blog or anything like that but to have that um to raise this exposure and to get it in front of people was a really good really good thing. So I think there's huge benefits, but I think a number of factors are taken into consideration, need to be, before you do it. So you need to think about the prize or prizes that you are giving. You need to think about what is in it for everybody. So if you're collaborating with people, you need to make sure there's something in it for everybody who's taking part. Because if you have a teeny tiny following, and they have a huge, huge following, and they're giving you an expensive prize, realistically... They're not going to gain as much from it as you are if they share it. So there needs to be something in it for everybody. Um, You don't have to collaborate with people. You don't have to collaborate with people. You could give away your own product or service and or you could add things. So for the giveaway, I also added a box of chocolates and a book that I liked. Um, Obviously new, but it was a good book, which I felt would have a broader appeal. So I I did give something for the record. Um so you need to make sure that it's completely relevant, it's on brand, and you're careful who you work with. You always, if you're ever collaborating on any level, you always want to make sure those people really complement what you're doing, they've got the same values and ethos as you, so it doesn't feel jarring to your audience you're promoting something that doesn't really fit them. However, I think that if you tick all the boxes, think it through, I think creating additional content was a huge win from the in terms of promoting the competition and making sure it was getting out there even after the original post was launched I also think the people that I um, who very kindly donated it was an extra thing for them that they could share that was all about them and that was a nice way to keep the interest to showcase the product so I think don't just think of it as a one-off competition also think about how you're going to keep promoting that between the launch date and the end date and be creative don't just keep going have you entered the competition think about using video audio beautiful um, imagery there's loads of different things that you can do but that's going to help you get the biggest reach and get yourself out there but if you do all of those things it can be huge and actually it can be a really low cost way of getting your brand out there and getting them noticed Um, I mean, obviously, personally, I donated the prize I've talked about, and I also posted the thing, which went in three big containers, um, which I think for about 30 quid postage by the time I had to break it up, I think each box was about 10 kilograms, it was, it was a sizable order, so, okay, that probably, it probably cost me, um, let's say 50 quid. But the reach that I got, and the other benefits were worth more than that. Obviously the bigger picture was I wanted to promote the group and the people who were very kind donated. So it, it was, it, I didn't really, the, the money aspect didn't concern me because I knew it was going to be completely manageable and not out of hand. Equally, if they were a brand contributing, I think they got really, really good value for money because although they gave a product, um, which I'm incredibly grateful for, I think from their point of view, the value that they got was much greater than that the product. Um, which was the whole point, you know, that I didn't, I didn't want anyone to feel like they hadn't got a good opportunity to be promoted. So, if done correctly, it can be really big. I recently, after that one was done and dusted, I did also run a competition on Instagram, which was for a book called the, oh lordy, the five second rule. There we go, which was by Mel Robbins, which is great if you haven't read it. Really good. Read it. Listen to it. Um, and that has gone fairly well um that was a, a like and um I think that actually was a tag somebody who you think would appreciate this book I appreciate I've just seen said that I don't know I don't actually feel that tagging is intru- as intrusive on Instagram I've been tagged in quite a few competitions that again people feel irrelevant to me rather than just tag something random so that's gone fairly well I'm pleased with how that's gone it hasn't done as well but to be honest it was never going to because I think the book's brilliant but my following is no 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 it's it's, it's a good following on Instagram um, I think the book's brilliant but the way Instagram works you can't pin a post so although you're creating extra content to promote the competition you're still saying to people oh yeah trawl through my feed and it's the you know, 14th one down so I don't think it's as easy on Instagram, to be completely frank. I think Facebook is by far the easiest platform to run a competition on at the moment. It's much more visual talk too. So I think that is quite a, good, uh, quite a good look at the possible benefits that you can have from running a well-thought-out competition on social media. But there are so many bits of the puzzle that you need to make sure are in place to make sure it works. So that is my podcast, thank you very much for having me, I hope that's been of interest, as always if you've got any questions do um, catch me on social media, I am at Rhea Freeman on Twitter and at Rhea Freeman PR on Instagram and Facebook, also each Monday I do a live um, question and answer at 12.30 on my Facebook page, so if you have any questions about This kind of thing about running competitions or anything like that, anything to do with PR marketing or social media or general business development, do just ping me a message. um, Or I do try and put a post on Monday morning on my Facebook page to encourage that, to encourage people to ask questions. So, my question for Sam is a really interesting one, actually, I think. So, basically, I want to talk about changing within a business and whether that's you change your look or you change a direction or your focus and how you do that without confusing your audience i think we all have shifts in our business i know i've had quite a few um and it is a really tricky one to talk about really so it's yes it's how do you how do you change within that business and whether you want to change your look so like a rebrand or the direction in which your focus is without confusing your audience i think that'd be that's a really good question sam as sam rebranded haynet oh gosh i honestly don't know how long ago it was that's really bad um, with a really lovely i think it's called litho i'm sure i pronounced that wrong um print so it'd be really interesting to see how she did that and also how she changed the focus a little bit too So I'm going to love you and leave you. Thank you so much for listening and we will catch up soon.